You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. As always on a Monday, we have a look at the newspapers that have been released over the weekend in South Africa and, of course, dominated this weekend by the South Africa 2019 general election. With me to review the papers, as always, is Nala Media's founder and director, and that is Katie Katapodis. Katie, anything interesting coming out of what was essentially a really boring and very predictable election and election result? Well, it certainly was very predictable. If the pollsters were anything to go by, and they were, we knew what this result was going to be last week already. Uh, but, Lindsay, if one had a look at the newspapers, every single newspaper um, in South Africa yesterday had wall-to-wall coverage of elections, post-election analysis, what this means for the country, what the president now needs to do, and uh, whether or not he actually saved the ANC from from virtual annihilation. Mm. Um, some suggesting that had former President Jacob Zuma still been at the helm of the ANC, then it certainly wouldn't have garnered over 50% of of the vote, but would have got a lot, lot worse. So many now suggesting that this is in fact a vote for Cyril Ramaphosa himself, um, hoping that as the leader of the ANC and the president of the country, he can really get this party back on track as such. You think so? I mean, if you look at the Business Days online offering this morning, it says here, the real work starts now, says President Ramaphosa. I think that's slightly insulting because the real work should have started 25 years ago, don't you think? It, look, absolutely right. It's been a, it's been a long twenty five years. When he says the real work starts now, I think he means from the time he took over as president um, in December twenty seventeen. Bearing in mind, he he won the ANC elections, but uh, was in control of a party that was essentially divided into factions. Lindsay, so there was a Ramaphosa faction, if you like, and there was a Nkosana Dlamini Zuma. Uh, faction or a Jacob Zuma faction. So the suggestion has been that uh, the president has had a very, very rough time up until now trying to make the relevant and the necessary changes that he wants, keeping many Zuma acolytes still in cabinet positions. The question mark will now be what he does with his cabinet positions and if he'll in fact have the strength and the authority to really rid his cabinet of those who've been uh, keeping him keeping him back and in fact keeping the party back for a very long time. Go to the City Press and the headline is the following, Mondli Makanya, elections are over, now the plotting starts. If you thought the elections were tough, it goes on to say, just wait till you see the machinations that political factions will be cooking up to cement their power base. Um, yeah, so maybe it was a free and fair election. There was no violence. There was no uh, misdoings. But unfortunately now, as Mr. Ramaphosa says, now the real work starts, but also other things start as well. All sorts of wheels within wheels, I think. Mm, wheels within wheels. There is a lot of lobbying that will be taking place at Lutuli House, no doubt, as uh, many current or sitting uh, ministers try to keep their positions. Lots of question marks as, as well about the deputy president position and if President Sil Ramaphosa will actually be uh, strong enough to appoint a new deputy president with some suggestions saying he should go for a female leader in that particular position. The names of Naledi Pando being bandied about as well as the name of Nkosazana Dlamini Zuma being bandied about. So, yes, the election is done in 
know what the result is. We expected this result. We expected that the ANC was going to lose some of its of its strength in these polls. But uh, what's going on behind the scenes is equally important at the moment because the other dynamic here at play, Lindsay, is that recalling presidents has appeared to become a habit within the ANC. Hmm. So recalling uh, first of all, President, former President Thabo Mbeki, and secondly, former President Jacob Zuma, um, are two are two of the recalls that we've seen. With question marks now around whether or not Cyril Ramaphosa will be recalled, should he not tow a particular party line, or should he um, invoke the wrath of many within the party? So I'm hoping that um, he's able to conclude his term and complete this particular term, and that South Africa doesn't go down the road of recall again. I don't think it's a healthy thing for our democracy at all. No, I don't think it's healthy at all, but I do think the following. And there was all sorts of talk about not losing jobs at Eskom pre-election, and now the election is over. I do think that he has a chance, because the ANC has been voted in for yet another five years, to do something completely different and actually get rid of all that rubbish that they spoke about in the pre-election preamble and actually say, right, now we've got to get this economy going and we've got to be brutal. In other words, being brutal with... Um, public sector jobs, for example, get rid of this burden and so the real economy can get going. Maybe, Maybe I'm being too Trumpist, maybe I'm being too capitalist. Look, I don't think so. I think getting the economy going in a meaningful way is absolutely critical. We see the levels of unemployment in South Africa. They are horrifically high. We see the levels of youth unemployment in particular. They are equally bad. So kick-starting our economy and getting us to a point of being able to get a healthy, stimulated economy is absolutely critical. Uh, We're hoping to see him start not just with parastatals, but with his cabinet as well, and a more trimmed-down cabinet, cutting many positions, the suggestion being that so many cabinet ministers and their deputies are simply not necessary and that many ministries are not now going to have deputy ministers, but are only going to have ministers and then, of course, DGs or director generals um, who can really do the real work within these ministries. So it's critical that the the fat is trimmed at all levels because kick-starting our economy and getting it in a healthy state, uh, Lindsay, is absolutely vital now. South Africa cannot afford this level of unemployment any longer because the result is a whole lot of socio-economic factors kick in. We have got increased levels of crime. Poverty leads to increased levels of crime. And, and we simply cannot afford that as a country. I'm glad you agree with me when it comes to poverty and when it comes to crime. The two things are inextricably linked. Poverty equals crime. It's very, very simple. Mail and Guardian's editorial, I really like it. One last chance. It says one last chance to do good for SA, to effectively lead South Africa out of the morass, it says Ramaphosa must prioritise service to the people. It must start Mm. now, Katie, and I just hope that this rhetoric that we've been speaking about and these newspaper articles that we've been talking about in the last few minutes really does come to something because we've heard it so many times before with previous presidents. You know, there's a beautiful South African saying that that I think encapsulates everything, Lindsay. South Africans are hutful. Yes. Sick and tired, essentially. South Africans are hutful of non-delivery. South Africans are hutful of the fact that 25 years into democracy, we are no longer a young democracy. 
relatively young, but but it's not two, three years old. People continue to live without running water, without basic services, and this has been the result of huge consternation, and rightly so. It is simply unacceptable that young children have to use pit latrines at school, and we've had a few children plummeting to their death because there are not proper sanitary facilities. We do not have proper toilets for children in rural areas of South Africa. And I don't think that that is acceptable at all. Housing continues to be a huge issue. People do not have houses. There are millions of people in South Africa who live in dilapidated makeshift homes, in shacks. There was a story just recently, in this weekend, in fact, of a woman her husband and her two children, they are living in a one-room powerhouse. They have found this dilapidated powerhouse, this non-used power, and they're living there. It's not acceptable anymore, and the time has now come for action. People need homes, people need land, people need jobs, people need basic services like running water. It's, it's a basic human right. We cannot for one single second think that not having Running water and electricity is not a basic human right. And then over and above that, they need access to proper and decent education. It's the only way that South Africa is going to finally start turning around and seeing the light. The prioritization of Mr. Ramaphosa and his team, which he's going to appoint and hopefully change a few of the appointments that he's already made mm -hmm. in, the, in the last year. He has got a huge job. I think education is number one, but I think service delivery is number one in the short term. I think education long term is the thing that he has to prioritize. But Katie, do you understand that, you know, since we work together, there's been a whole generation of people that have been used to democracy, and yet democracy is not delivering. It's a whole mm. generation. How many more generations will it be before South Africa becomes a country that is taken out of the morass that the Mail and Guardian has described? Well, you know, that's the big question, Lindsay, and I must agree with that editorial. I think it's now or never. I think it's now or never, and I really do believe that this is the last chance um, for, the, for the ANC. If we have a look at their results in Gauteng, for example, the ANC hung on to Gauteng by an absolute margin. Mm. And, and the people are very clearly saying enough is enough. Do something now or you stand a very real chance of not making it in the next local government elections, which are going to happen in, if I'm not mistaken, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, in 2021, we've got the next local government elections. Mm. And they're, they're, they've sent a very clear message to the ANC. The question is, have the leaders of the ANC sat up, taken note and heard that a direct message has been sent to them? Yeah. OK, let's look at uh, other things in the newspapers over the weekend. Uh, Katie, you're not a football supporter, I know. Um, but, um, <laughs> but the, 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 I'm forced to sit on the sidelines by virtue of the fact that I live in a on. home with two young boys and a husband. I'm forced to live on the sidelines of of the football and have to endure nightly screams. When you say endure, you mean enjoy. I mean, you do. You, 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 I think you used no, the wrong no, no, word. No, 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 no. Enjoy. I really mean endure. No, no, no. I really mean endure. I also have a house that is split down the middle when it comes to English football in particular. Thank you. And so the, the arguments and the debates are vigorous, loud, and passionate. 
That's what we need in South Africa when it comes to politics. Vigorous, <laughs> loud, passionate opinion. Limpopo, 77% of the votes um, went to the ANC and 13.14% of the votes went to the EFF. This is flashing up on City Press, but I'm, I'm sort of diverting you a little bit uh, from the football. Uh, apart from the football over the weekend, which was absolutely not enduring, you didn't have to endure it, you were enthralled by it. Was there anything else, anything lighter that came up in the press this weekend? Because I couldn't find anything. No, I must be honest, it's all been about elections, elections, elections. Um, and anything lighter is not even worth mentioning, if I must be honest. A few um, a few minor stories about whether or not little baby Archie should have been called baby Archie, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there, actually. Oh. Um, it was it was very much um, an election-focused uh, weekend when it came to the papers. And I'm hoping that this will lift now. I'm hoping that, that, that moving forward, the government will get down to the business of governing. Opposition political parties will, will continue to do what they need to do. And South Africa will keep doing the work. And, and stories that need to be told now will be told that are not just of a political nature. Katie, thank you very much for your analysis, as always on a Monday. Katie Katapodis is director and founder of Nala Media, and she'll be back with us same time next Monday. That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za.